With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast known as Wrestling Daft, known far as wide, notorious podcast, notorious Wrestling Daft. I'm Rab Florence, and here is my man. Hi, Matt. Grado. That's Grado. They're yeah. just quietly saying, You all right, Grado? You, is there something up with you? Bit crab, it can't get really into it. Um, just some kind of issues here and there. Uh, I'm going to have to let you know that I'm up. To say the way about Krabby Dabby, I've been up for four o'clock this morning with the radio, and then I've been uh, driving buses all day. <laughs> but is this a radio hang as well? The driving the buses? No, 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 no. It's not a radio hang. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a promotional hang for first bus. Well, it is sort of today with the radio, but I, I was learning to be a bus driver all day. Let's cheer Grado up. I know how to <laughs> cheer Grado up. No, I'm, I'm fine. Everyone's fine, mate. I'm brand new. So I'm mate, fine. I'm I've fine. been, listen, I, I drove a single-decker bus for about three hours a day, and I think what's really hurt my ego the most is that all the bus drivers in the canteen just took one look at me and just thought, they're another bus driver. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just had the, I've got the right figure for it. I, uh, I just totally, I'm just shaped like a bus driver to the point where nobody, nobody flinched or like that. There must be a new start, man. And the woman who was learning me says, see at the end of the day, see at the end of the day when I passed the test, King, she went, as soon as you walked through the door, I thought, you're a bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> a woman that had been doing it for like 50 years, man, pure passion about buses. Let's see the way we would go on about wrestling, like pure going on about the best routes and the best buses Aye. and all the good old days and all that. And I used to go to cash them out and this guy used to give me my coda and all this and I get, oh, the presents at Christmas, all the presents I used to get. And, oh, it's all changed days now, changed days now. You got a lot of folk coming in, their sales, their sales are timid and all this. And, uh, well, let me tell you something. A lot harder than the locks. It also means that you might, what it might mean is that you could actually be a good assassin as well. Is that's what assassins are good at, and it? it's like putting the gear on and walking in, and they just blend in. So, like, if you were, 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 were an ass- a hitman that was going to assassinate a bus driver, you would have totally nailed it today. So it doesn't mean you look like a bus driver. I would say it means no, you look I, like I an look assassin, like bu- mate. Rab, I looked like a bus driver because I had on the first bus shirt, tie, double XL shirt, 
fucking the way Scott, the full bifter, mate, the full bifter. My, my, my hair was wet, so it was kind of, I, I slicked it to the side and it looked like I was wearing like that wet look, 99 pence gel. Do you know what I mean? So aye, aye. Pure, that that kind of spiced up the look as well. So, so you were anyway, trying to like fit in, it was like the, that kind of secret millionaire kind of thing you were trying to. Right, right, let's cheer you up here, right? I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. I'm five years ago, five years ago, it was a very, very special. This is the way you cheer Grado up, right? Oh. You talk about his achievements. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, Scottish Exhibition Conference Centre, Grado versus Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. for the ICW belt, mm-hmm. the big one. Grado, we boot into the steel chair. The big man goes down. Grado rolls over him for a pin. One, two, three. The roof comes off. Grado, how do you reflect on that day now, five years down the line? Well, the amount of folk on Twitter that's saying that's when British wrestling peaked. Say that was the, the, you know, for the years that it was building and it was building, we have this match, we sell it out, not a Yank involved, apart from Foley and Rhino, he's Canadian. Uh, and we sell it out and I win the belt and uh, just everything goes downhill. And then everybody just uh, goes on to make careers in WWK. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you said, um, and we did it without having any Yanks, apart from the legendary American professional wrestler Mick Foley, one of the biggest names in the history of the business. He, he wasn't wrestling on the show and we had Rhino and he was Canadian. You know okay. what I thought mean? he was right. a bit of a name. How Rhino tried to get in the country that day? I told you that one, haven't I? No. I don't know, no. I don't think so. He was getting mega, he was getting, he was struggling to get by, uh, what do you call it? Border, because he never had a, what do you call it? Never had passport? a Passport? No, <laughs> not a passport. The, the work permit, the work permit, never had a work uh, permit. Visa. And he was going, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm to do with wrestling, but I'm here, uh, um, I'm here, uh, I'm not actually wrestling. I, 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 do you know a guy called, you know, a wrestler called Grado? And they were all going, aye, you can Grado, aye. He was going, well, I'm here to see, if, I'm going to try and get him to the WWE. I'm here on WWE's behalf for having a little look at him. And I went, on you come through, tell him good luck, on you go, that's great, hear that? Oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> He's actually hey, Grado, you got me through customs, man. Fuck, you're fucking over. You're over. <laughs> that was a nice wee tweet that Drew sent out, though, Grado. What did he say again? It says, a truly historical and special night. Not the atmosphere, not the sold-out SECC, not real Mick Foley being involved, not the finish, but Grado keeping up with me for over 20 minutes. Open brackets, almost. <laughs> so lovely, lovely tweet, lovely tweet. But I mean, that's no because I've got to put my cards on the table here. Saturday night, had a couple of, uh, couple of uh, lucky, what'd you call them? Purple, what'd you call them ones? Purple fucking, I had that, I was steaming, I was mad with it, right? Right, right, right. Oh, I'm not going to say purple eckies, by the way. Purple, what'd you call them? Purple things. Palm of Violet, a palm of Violet gin. And I was sitting getting wrecked. I was sitting getting wrecked, and I text you, and I say, it's a lot bigger. How's it going? I'm half cut here. Listen, that's the five year anniversary of the morning. Gonna write something nice to me on Twitter. <laughs> and he did, wrote, you? did you do that? Mm-hmm. I, I was gonna write something nice about it. And he went, oh, first I was kind of pissed off because he went, well, what, you, what, what I'll do is you write something and I'll reply to it. I was like, all right, fuck's it. Right, okay. So done that. And I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna, go, he's gonna give it. 
this man deserves this. This man is the reason behind this. This man is the greatest and all that. And what a match I've had. And he took me to the limits. He's basically just said, fucking well done. You never blew up, you fucking fat ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, dude. Uh, he was like, how's that? I'm like, ah, that'll do. <laughs> well, he's a champ again. He's a champ. Listen, a lot of chat here. Let's move on and see what the punters are saying, right? Let's see what the punters are saying. Stephen Cliff's been in touch after our comments about Roz, about Roz West. Last week I call her Roz. I call her Roz. A close relationship with her. Rose West last week after Grado admitted he likes doing a Google search for her now and again, uh, checking to see if she's on Tinder yet. After her comments, he is pushing for a Rose West 2020 T-shirt. Happy to be proven wrong. We're not doing a fucking Rose West no. T-shirt. Jesus I'd rather Christ. see. I'd rather see a Louise West 2020 T-shirt. Look at that. That's fantastic. Louise West is one, of our, one of our listeners. Shout out to one of our listeners. And it's not just Rose West that I Google. I Google every woman. I, I... Every woman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing tonight, Gredo? Sitting Googling woman, man. Googling woman tonight, man. It's just hunters in them, man. There's just new ones getting born all the time. It's just hard to keep up. Uh, after last week's chat about Undertaker appearing in Gimme 5 with Jenny Powell and getting angry about Ant and Deck. We've been inundated with wrestlers' appearances on 90s telly shows. Uh, Bronze Cello sent us a clip of Mr. Blobby wrestling. Bomber Pat Roach also sent a clip of Macho Man taking on a kid at Rage in the Cage in the Sega Mega CD on Games Master. If you want to see any of these, just let me know. I watched the, the, the Blobby one. The Blobby one was good. I'm, I'm surprised that the British carnage wrestling promoter in the <clears throat> mid-90s never got a Blobby costume. And I know. And put Blobby in the bill. That's weird, that one, isn't it? I wonder how the right situation is. Like, do you know? Think if you brought, if you brought Mister Blobby into the British wrestling scene, no, no, that he would actually be quite over. He would actually like people would. Uh, let's say you had Mister Blobby versus. I'm trying to think who you could have him up against. But here's a big question, Rob. What's uh, Mister Blobby's NXT name? Because BBC own the rights to Mister Blobby. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know Joe Bleb. I mean? Joe Bleb. I would call him Joe Bleb. Joe Bleb. Bleb. Aye. Um, and Bob he could, Jones? No, he couldn't go blobby, blobby, blobby like he used to do. He'd have to go bleb, 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 Sent to Scott Hall, pissed up on live and <laughs> kicking, wrestling Emma Forbes and also wrestling Mr. Blobby, Mr. Blobby again there. Uh, Chris had sent us a, one of the greatest hours of British TV you'll ever see in an hour. Randy Savage on QVC, eight minutes and he tells the presenter, you can call me Randy, then realises <laughs> that has a different meaning in the UK. Um, this is all good stuff. It's all visual stuff that you can't fucking look at, so... Um, Thomas Simpson saw Vader and Boy Meets World. Westies get Kevin Nash appearing in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Wow. Kevin Nash, of course, is a um, a very good actor. Actually, he's got a lot of acting work. Gets a lot of acting work. He's been in a lot of good stuff. Um, Ian Porter says, my mates think I'm at it, but I'm sure on Jim will fix it. A wee guy wrote in to meet or square goal. Roddy Piper, run about 92. Sure they had a fight and the wee guy done a small package or some shit to win. Now, we've researched this and... It's true. We've even got a picture of a picture of the wee guy, we Roddy Piper and Jimmy Savile. And if you if you want to see that uh, picture, yeah, a wee boy with a dead guy and a paedophile, you can get it on our Patreon page. Uh, if you want to take a wee <laughs> look at that, 
Uh, no, we every week we do the pun in. We get some nice puns in here for Grado. This will cheer you up, Grado. No, last year, last week we suggested that it's sex related um, wrestler names that we wanted. Sex related wrestling names. So here we go. Just before we start, I've, I've chinned John for tagging me in the, the tweet about it this week. So I'm a bit pissed off because. I've seen some already, so you're not getting any natural reactions here. Right, well, I've not seen the, any. So. Right, well, you'll love these to the point where I've just went, I'm not thinking of any more because these are all gals. Right, so. okay, here we go. <laughs> Hunk Hoggins got in touch with Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim Chuggin. <laughs> Glasgow Bob gives us the cock and sock connection. Man, that's good, isn't it? It's good for us. It's got level state on that one. Rod Jane and Five Nights at Freddy's suggested... Pokazuna. <laughs> Stephen says the gobbledy hooker, or Chris has Giza gobbledy hooker. <laughs> that is tremendous, man. Uh, another Stephen, uh, get in touch with Big Popper Pump and Squirt, or oh, fuck's sake, man, or Jody Fleischlight. Love that. <laughs> uh, Willie says Booker Teabag. <laughs> Henderson experience said Scotty two girls one cup. <laughs> Total Scotty two girls one cup hottie and hardcore pornography holly. <laughs> Ian says the Texas Pornado Kerry Vaughn erection. <laughs> Christopher has stepbrother love. <laughs> Bobby says the finger pokey bum wank of doom. Reference there to the finger poke of doom. Andy says, <laughs> Stoner Steve Austin and Zach Ryder. <laughs> Jason, wait, Gonorrhea Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> and Shorty G-Spot. <laughs> Jamie with Bingo Bondage. <laughs> Penetration X <laughs> and Nation of Ejaculation. John with AJ Doggy Styles. Chris with Power and Morning Glory. <laughs> Kyle with One Man, <laughs> one man Gangbang. And Wilson Valley with Hacksaw Jim Dog <laughs> Dogging. <laughs> uh, and two time listener of the week trying to retain the listener of the week title here. That's Jordy. Uh, it's uh, Jordy. Yep. Two time listener of the week. Trying to retain his title here with <laughs> Pokey Bum Bum. <laughs> Pokey Bum Bum Bigelow. <laughs> the. The, <laughs> the squirt business. <laughs> the nation of fornication with leader Ron Rimmings. That's a <laughs> And Clit Hennig. He also says the best one should be given their very own Slippy Slammer Award. Beautiful, oh, beautiful. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that... Uh, just... There was one he didn't include, right, but i seen it on Twitter and I, and I, and I thought it was my favourite, right? Also, this one, Scat Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> see when I see the... See, they, were, they were great, right? But see when I see a fucking Shane, I'll see Adam Shane, man. He's so funny, man. I remember one time, so I used to go to a lassie called Kerry and everybody would fucking... She was always getting on at me and stuff like that, right? Anyway, long story, but fucking, she was always kind of, she's coming to wrestling shows and she'd be crabbing that. And I remember fucking uh, <laughs> Adam going like that. How's, uh, how's Kerry Von Eric? 
Which makes me think then, Kerry Vaughan, Eric, for next week we should maybe do... Medical ones. Medical ones. Have we done medical ones? No, we've not done medical right, ones. Let's try go. medical ones. Very so good. Go for that, man. Kerry Vaughan, Eric, lovely. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Now, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling. The yes, sir, I can boogies for the three lions. Yes, man, John, finally. Finally, good, John. You did it. <clears throat> so, what you, you want to put all this week, Credo? I've seen your mortician uh, documentary. I've seen that um, fucking documentary. You know, fucking wrestlers on here. Documentary. Um, I saw that yesterday morning. Loved that. Oh, uh, it's annoying, man, because I had a, an old email, Yahoo email for years ago. Remember when I used to email all the wrestlers and I had a fucking email for Percy Pringle man for 2002 or 3 uh, oh, Percy emailed me asking me to do an interview and he's telling me no but he done it dead nice and professional do you know what I mean he was he, hi there thank you for your getting in touch it's an honour that you want to mate it. did you not tell us all this last week he did he did all this hey, mate, sorry man that's bad sorry. well I want fucking repeat of you know what I mean <laughs> okay, beautiful. I want to put our. What do I want to put our this way? I want to put our um, Drew winning the title again. Because I think w- w- we're wanting to see Drew versus Roman Reigns, right? We're wanting to see that. It's going to be an interesting dynamic here to see what's going on with the two boys. The two big boys in there and get the two big boys. There'll be interference. They'll protect them both. They'll oh, be- aye. aye. There'll be, be Seamus or I'll be the fiend. One of them will interfere. Um, hopefully, not a fiend. What do you mean? Well, because it's too soon for the two guys to be meeting, so I think what we're going to get at Survivor Series is the two of them meeting and then just some business getting left for later down the line. Um, so somebody's going to get involved, there's going to be some kind of run in, there's going to be something going on. Um, I wouldn't rule out uh, Roman Reigns letting, uh, you know, making that an, uh, an Uso situation instead. Roman Reigns, head of the table, can just sit back and just fucking let, let his underlings do his work. That's what oh, I would like to see. Is he tag team with his cousins again then, I? Well, well, I, you, you, you've been following the whole story with Jay and Roman and all that, haven't you? I, but I don't know. I, 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 I didn't know. Jay's kind of doing Roman's dirty work now. Right, okay, that makes sense. Right. So I think, I think you, we might, we could see a wee bit of that. We could see a wee bit of that. I think I Roman Reigns. The Usos two on one on fucking Drew Armageddon or something. Like I think you're wanting Drew Apparently. chasing Roman for a bit here. Anyway, uh, let's see what punters are saying. Paul wants to put old Drew versus Jay Uso on SmackDown. Great match, almost three million views on WWE's YouTube channel and Talking Shop Mania two as well. Oh, I uh, forgot that was it. I've not seen it. I've not seen it. You still not seen the first one? You know? No, no. Brilliant. Uh, I don't like funny things, and. Uh, <laughs> He wants to bury Elias for still thinking Jeff ran him over with the car. Can somebody please smart them up? Uh, Daniel, get in touch. Hope I'm saying your name right there, Daniel. It's Daniel. It's Daniel. Hope I'm saying your name there, Daniel. I know it's spelled funny on this on these notes here. Um, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel wants to put over the Brothers of Destruction special on the network. Uh, 
talk about long-term storytelling. It went for years. It had so many layers. And once they buried Druno winning his title in front of people again, he deserves the belt and all the attention. But I feel for the guy, he's missed out on that thrill to the pop. He's missed out on it twice now. Uh, John is also putting Noor Drew winning a WWE title back in Raw and the Brothers of Destruction documentary on the network. And once they bury the fact that Zelina Vega has been fired for WWE, uh, Stephen also wants to bury the Zelina Zelina Vega release. Sorry to get political again, lads, says, but it's going to be brought up. WWE have done plenty of shitty things in its time. This is up there with the shittiest. There's not just the reasons why she's been released. She was a great talent. Uh, Willie wants to bury Nia Jax. Mostly for the anti-vaccination stuff she posted online. Is that true? Did she post anti-vaccination stuff? She said she wouldn't take I... one. She wouldn't trust it and she would leave it to God. But see, here's the deal, right, man? This is what winds me up sometimes about wrestling <laughs> fans and all. I, I do think fucking MDIC that's given it the hell. I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't agree with it. I do not agree with it. I think it's daft. I think it's stupid. But why is she getting shit for that? Why is it they can have their own views? Why is it they've got to be... Do you get what I mean by that? Why is she got to be slated? Because she has that opinion? No, I, th- I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. I mean, uh, it's, I mean like, it's, um, ju- it's just this guy's opinion to burial, though. You know what I mean? It's like, it's no like, she's no losing her job or she's no... She's, she can do what she wants. No, no, but you know you're going to get... She's going to get rattled online Aye. and all that. You're anti-vaxxer and you're this and you're everything. And it's just... Folk can't get peace. It's just fucking who cares, man? Stop going fucking let them say what they want. Whereas my feeling is get a fucking vaccine slapped into my arm immediately, man. Just exactly, me. give me it. Geese it. I fucking geese it the new. Jag it up my arm myself, man. I tell you. Fucking, I yeah, fucking jack it up, man. Fucking one arm, two arms, man. Into my groin. Fucking jag it up into my fucking groin, man. If they ask me and you, right, Rab, not Rab Cradle, you're going to help us out here, man. Why are you in all these houses, man, and give folk the vaccine? And we'll get over it and start it back up to normal. Gone, he's a horn with debt. You'd go around people's houses and mm. vaccinate what? them. How are you doing, man? Here's your jag. Margaret, there's that boy for burning at the door. What he is a jag? Hey. <laughs> Margaret, you're at Grado with a big syringe at the door. <laughs> oh, just do what they've done in primary one. Remember, you get your jag in primary one. The doctor went, Look at the teddy bear. Aye. Like a teddy in the jaggy. Poof, got there, you. There. Look at the Grado doll. Which should be on sale on my website by now, by the way. No, you'd be like, ah, look, look at this match with me and Abyss on my phone. <laughs> you look at this email for Percy Pringle in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Jason wants to put her big Drew winning back the belt and gain it the yes, sir, I can boogie. Do you see he shouted that, Grado, at the moment? Sorry, in the match. What a guy, right? yeah. What a boy, man. I'm impressed you went more than 20 minutes with him, mate, almost. Um, and he wants to bury the constant last-minute title changes before Survivor Series. Why get the belt to Orton and they put it back and draw a few weeks later? Makes no sense other than the gate Orton another blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Fucking moan, moan, moan. Listen, see the attitude era. See the attitude era, which we all fucking love. We all love the fucking attitude era. That belt, the belts were fucking changing horns every fucking two minutes. Oh. Two minutes, the belts were changing horns. So shut up. It's going to only do with the belts changing horns. Well, why is he drawing Roman fucking square enough? We've seen Randy Orton and Roman square enough. Why is he drooling fucking Randy Orton square enough now? Woo! You can get more wrestling daft content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and Grado's going to tell you all about the tears. Tears, tears, tears. Hey, I think we've had enough... Two tears, in a bu- two tears in a bucket. Uh, hey, I think we've had enough tear talk this week. Can I get rid of Tear one. Let me tell you about the wrestling daft Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. 
I've got three tiers, unlike the Scott. What well, the government would they go for? I don't know. Four, four. Zero four. Counts, man. Five, no, five, got five. So this is a tier that you are going to enjoy for a change. Tier one <laughs> is a cruiserweight champion, which is four dollars a month on that. You get a patron-only chat community, ad-free versions of all episodes, early access, random bonus content, the video version of the Marks podcast. You also get to vote on what you want to see featured in the list of wrestling daft and for the Marks Fantasy Booking Island. Tier 2, Intercontinental Champion, which is $10 a month. You get everything in Tier 1 as well as a video version of the podcast each week. You get a bonus episode every month. It's meant to be once a month. Up there now you can get the Rob and Wrestling uh, story with Rab Florence, and you also get the first two parts of my story, It's Yourself, and we need, or we, should I say, we need to upload, basically, the RF shoot. It's up, it's up, I've done an RF shoot interview with Rab. It's pretty tasty, pretty interesting. He talks about wrestling and everything else. Plus, this week, um, you're going to get to hear for the Marks. The Marks basically have a new monthly show. It's called The Dafties, and they argue over the best and worst wrestler. So I can imagine that's highly entertaining. Uh, they talk about, <laughs> the, talk about the best match and moment of the month. And you can also join our Patreon pay-per-view parties. Tier Survivor Series. So I remember Survivor Series is this Sunday, so you can all sit together and talk about stuff. And uh, I get just kind of connect with one another when you're watching all wrestling. Tier 3, World Heavyweight Champion, $20 a month. You get everything in the previous tiers. As well as a free wrestling daft shirt design of your choice, but you must be signed up for a minimum of three months. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks or do a run-in on this show. So if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. It was would love to welcome you to the roster. <laughs> It's a part of the show. It's a part of the show now. Me and Grado is maybe me and Grado's favourite part of the show. Well, where we invite you, the listener, to their run-in. Come on, ask whatever you want. Might want to talk about the five-year anniversary of Grado winning the belt against Drew. Do you hear about that? Or maybe even find out what our favourite cereal was. That's, I mean, is, is that's like, that's all I've got to offer is like, oh, Grado's an, an amazing historic thing you did five years ago, and, and oh, maybe you'll find out what, what cereal wrap eats, <laughs> for fuck's sake. This week, let's welcome the show, Dugbag. Where's Dugbag? Where is he? Hello. Hello. There he is. How you doing, my brother? How you doing? Welcome not, to the show. Not too bad. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank oh, you. it's a pleasure, mate. Let me ask you this question. The big question on everybody's lips today as we record this tonight is your PlayStation right. 5 coming tomorrow. Sadly not. Sadly oh not. dear. I'm you, still Gre- with the PS4. I'm still what about you, Grado? Is your PlayStation 5 coming tomorrow? No, I'm not getting one. Oh man. What about you, Johnny Boy? What about you, Johnny Boy? Do you know what? I'm not getting one and the Wayne hasn't even asked for one for his Christmas. Out of the jail, I eh? Looks like it's only me then. Looks like it's only me getting a PlayStation 5. Are you actually? Hey, huh? Get what, get, what games do you get for it, Rob? Got Demon Souls coming. I've got NBA 2K21. <laughs> It's a draft tonight in the NBA. Do you like your uh, basketball, Dougie? Uh, no, no, not too much basketball. I'm a, I'm a pure wrestling guy. I, I only like uh, simulated sports, uh, non-determined, already predetermined sports. So what wrestling do you like, mate? Tell us what wrestling you like. I think you like MGF because you've got that um, scarf. Do you like that? Is that what you're doing? Well, see, this is the thing. I was I was kind of homaging your heel turn, Grado, because I'm a big fan of your heel turn and when you were a heel as a wrestler. And uh, so I, I thought I'd come on and be a bit of a heel <laughs> myself and wear the Burberry. <laughs> What was the best bit about the heel turn? Well, um, the best bit about your heel turn, I just think you just took an unexpected route with it. And instead of uh, kind of going like, I th- the, the monotone, like not monotone, but the delivery I thought of, instead of going big with your voice, you actually were very smooth. And I think that was really unexpected. 
and I really appreciated that, man. Did you see so, all? I, I, big clicks on YouTube. Did you see my um, promo in Cardiff? I think so. That's the one with the glasses in it when you walk around. Yeah. In Cardiff, innit? You see the Southampton one? Yeah, I've seen that, mate. I'm a big fan. Tidy, man. I like I'm going to say yes. <laughs> right, have you got your Christmas decorations up? This yeah, my girlfriend's big into Christmas. I'm I'm a bit of a Grinch myself, but my girlfriend's been has been putting the Christmas Listen, decorations up in November. Fair play for having the Christmas day. You've not got a tree up yet. No the tree yet. I've been fighting against it. I've been fighting against it. No, I don't have fight a tree. That. I, I have a tree. Get the fucking I, tree up. I think we should have a tree on a pole match, and if I win, the tree doesn't happen. If she wins, we keep the tree. I'd say that. You you, you actually you would you saying you would fight your girlfriend? <laughs> Listen, you have to. It could happen. Now be careful, mate, because I watch what you say, mate. just watch your saying, because you could have a you could have a son at your door. Aye. Door stamp you. <laughs> but Rab, I'd, have, I, I'd, I'd say it's predetermined. I'd say the predetermined thing. Hopefully, yeah, getting out. <laughs> Rab, I'm with you with the Christmas decorations. Usually, I'd get in about that. She's got a tree up with Afty, but this year I think there's a bit. Yeah, uh, sorry, man. It's 2020. Do what you want. I get them up. <laughs> Get them up and keep them up until the vaccine arrives. That's that's my thing. Keep singing, keep singing till it comes. Who's your favourite? What right? What did did you like? Uh, did you like the the dinner debonair? The Jericho. The dinner debonair. I was a I was a big fan of the dinner debonair. I, I had a, a feeling you would be a big fan of the dinner debonair. I had a feeling you just look as if you're a bit yeah, maybe a more cultured man that appreciates the you know something different in the wrestling scene. You're a fan of AEW then. I'm a, oh, see, this is the thing. I, you remember Darren from a few weeks ago? Who's oh, speed dater? Yep, aye. The speed dater himself. He's, he's all about with the ladies. I'm on the podcast with Darren. We're on the same ah, podcast. So we keep watching AEW together. Yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. I'm the friend who showed him the Grado match. So I'm coming in here to get my heat back. Do you think the roster's too big? Yes. I think for now, yes. Slightly too big. But it's good to have, to me, it's they've become PWG in a way. They've got a developmental and with Dark, they've got people they're practicing with and then they've got people in main roster. So they Which, seem to be expanding naturally. What's Colt Cabana doing on AEW? It's big. What's Colt Cabana doing on? He's a bad guy. Do you know He's my favourite? I know he said that. I no, as good as you. So. <laughs> I, I, I was speaking to my father on the phone, right? And I was going, down need to run, man. I'm going to do my, got to do my podcast. And he went, oh, I see that Colt Cabana said that he's in podcast. Aye, <laughs> 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 da. I mean, he's the only, he only was the fucking first wrestler to do it. But just the way he went, as if to say, you got to do with that. He's fucking taking your podcast. Copy. He's copying you. Uh, when did how, question here? I don't want to interrupt your your running here, Doug, but. How does your was your dad become aware of the Colt Cabana podcast? My my dad, my dad's weird. He's as I say, he logs into my mom's who's passed away Facebook, and basically goes on there and looks up all wrestling websites through my mom's Facebook and comments on stuff. And um, so he's he was he surprises me the things that he say the things that he'll say. He he kind of just be random. Things that you saw in the wrestling, he'll bring up. Oh, see fucking this! I see Drew's won the title. Can he just be daft things like that? But does he comment it's, using your? He'll mum's be making the money. He'll be making a big money. Does he comment using your mum's avatar? Aye. Mm-hmm. That's. Could I talk to you about? 
Sure, did I not tell you what he done with, with Salkett's Salkett's Vicks, the football team? No. no. Salkett's Vicks, Vicks. Oh, you <laughs> might have been half, John, but on uh, so on Salkett's Vicks, it's a junior team. You know how all the junior teams are pulling out the leagues? Right, because they're basically they're having to change uh, the side of the park and they're having to social distance and all this. Yep. And so Salkett's Vicks put up a statement saying um, uh, Salkett's Vicks will not be taking part in this year's league. And my dad wrote under my fucking Moz Facebook status, I will use a no be fucking missed. He's have got the worst supporting junior football. <laughs> my fucking, in my Moz account, man. And he done it with the, he done it, he done it with the buffs and on, he went, he says, uh, I've left a comment on the Buffs page, man. And he did, right? Uh, but he fucking taken a picture and all. So he posted a comment slagging the Buffs because they were moving parts. This is a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. And posted a selfie, like, looking down at his phone. So his big double chin, he had his tap off and all that. So he was just a comment saying, fucking, um, this is a disgrace, all that. He's just pure growling into a camera. Uploaded a selfie for no reason on the comment. <laughs> 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 so one guy replied underneath it oh dear <laughs> I can't wait to be a da man or not. well I'm a da but you know what I mean an older da hey, what I'm questions have you got for us man what questions are you bringing right for, for I got two separate ones if that's okay mm-hmm. that's of course mate of course of course Grado because of such a heel work I was going to ask what's your favourite thing to do as a heel to work up the crowd or some of the fun things that you've you've done as a heel that you enjoy doing whether that's in life or wrestling if you you know <laughs> Walk back through the rope. Walk through back. Walk back through the curtains because I'm fucked. Because <laughs> it's, it's there's, there's a lot. It was, and when you're when you're a face, you can just sell your ass off and get your win back. But as a heel, you're on top. You're on top. You're on top. But I'd probably say what's the best thing about being a heel? I suppose playing to the crowd. That was different. And it turning around and kind of uh, getting into shit with the crowd. That was different. That was probably my best bit. And also, no having to dance to the ring. That was a wee change as well. That felt cool. I felt like I was 12-year-old again, practising entrances in my in my bedroom. Did you get the sense, nice. Grado, that when you were healed, did you get the sense that the crowd hated you? Were you getting, think, the, hate, were you getting the hate that you wanted? Uh, you know what? I was at no, maybe I just a kind of, hey, a fucking bad guy. Mate, as soon as I started talking about TNA, it was easy, man. They fucking hated that, the TNA talk. I said, the fans, they hated that. Star of TNA, boo, shout out to Dixie Carter, all that shit. They fucking hated <laughs> me for that. I loved that, man. Doing the stroke and stuff like that. I fucking loved all that. That was brilliant. I'd do that in more again, man, I'm telling you. It's, would you. I mean, we're going to ask it again, because we've asked this at the... St- at the start of lockdown, we talked about all this kind of stuff, but since Doug brought it up, and it was a good thing to bring up your heel stuff, because I always find it quite fascinating. When wrestling resumes, when everybody's got the vaccine pumped mm-hmm. into their arm, when everybody's carrying about the vaccine inside their wee bum bags, mm-hmm. let me put this to you. Are you coming back as a face or come back as a heel? What? you come back as a face? That? And... What kind of question is that? What? Is that a legitimate question? Are you, are you are you going to rebrand or I, oh, listen? I, you're the you're the one that said that you were going to. I might come back. I might come be a bit heel when I come back, mate. See, to be honest, you with said you, it, mate. No, I know, but see, to be honest, with you, I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm just wanting to get back in the ring and wrestle again. I've not actually thought about it. That'd be that's too long away, man. That would take too much up, too much thinking about thinking about it. To be honest with you, um, no, but a good, but a good angle for a wrestler when I've been too crab at the night. Doug Jen come crab at the night. No, but this is reality, mate. We, no, we're man. no, no, we're no this, like we're no like other podcasts. This is reality, mate. If you're feel you're feeling this way, this is a good, a good, a good way to do it. I get a good angle for a wrestler when all the shit. wrestling gets 
when when the pandemic ends and wrestling shows start up and all the wrestlers come back and all that, right? And you know, it's going to be all that thing. And it's like, it's great to be back and all that kind of stuff. Aye. I'm so glad to be back. Be brilliant for one wrestler to be kind of like, I'm all fucking coming back. Aye, I'm just like, I'd rather be in fucking follow. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to win this match and fucking quarantine for a full year. <laughs> this title will not be defended. B- brilliant. I mean, there you go. There it is. Aye. Refuse to get the vaccine. Refuse to get the vaccine and look at. Refuse to get the vaccine and constantly say you've got it. I've got it. I've got Aye. it again. I've caught it again. All oh, that stuff. Aye. And if they say, well, we're going to take the belt off you if you don't turn up on Hang Me, you turn up on the fucking Sunday night, but then you start coughing during the match. No, that's it's fucking that's dynamite. Fucking brilliant. No, that, like the fucking, what do you call that? Would you call it the fucking the, the, the go home show before the fucking big one there? You know, phoning in on the Titan Tron like that. I've been exposed, so I'm going up to quarantine. <laughs> so I'm going to have to put off this title match at the weekend, all right? <laughs> It'd be funny, man. That's good. Fucking brilliant. Be brilliant, man. To such an extent, you could do a whole angle that the fucking face comes and hunts you down, Stone Cold style, to fucking jag you with the fucking uh, vaccine. Uh, to uh, jag uh, you with it. Get you down on your own house. Uh, <laughs> vaccine into your fucking arm. In the hiding place. And then it's like, yeah. maybe, maybe taking this too far, but you know, you can't again, folks who sees not that. But guys like that, ends up right out the back door, and I'll let you roll about the back, on the garden in the back. Oh, that's what I show you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and take it back to your backyard and days. This you try to take it back to your, your comfort zone. Right, your next question, Dougs. Your next question, sorry. Um, well, for you, Rab, well, well played yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last week for your booking on the Orton thing. I thought it was really, really fucking oh, good. So I wanted winner. to ask you. Thank you. Cool. It was really cool. Really, really cool. Uh, I was going to ask you, if you could book one match, one dream match right now, what would you book as a booker? It could be any time, any, any period, but the, the dream match with the dream... Because I, I saw Kelvin Brawl, by the way, and I thought it was a very good show. So if Thank you could you. do Kelvin Brawl three, what would be the main what would be the main event if you could have anybody anytime? He's, he's booking in the first show was superb as well, by the way. The he's main event, up. a Kelvin Brawl three would be if you could book anything. Anything. Do I have to start getting these questions in advance for you, Rob? Oh, I know, because these are really difficult. Get an essay on it. Get an essay on it. These are really difficult ones. It's, it's it can be. Ones. It can be your. It can just be yours. It can just be yours. Doesn't have to be like the best. Just what you'd like to see. Because then you, I know. I know you mean, Rab. Then you go to your bed that night and you fucking wake up at four bells and think, shit, I should have <laughs> fucking Adam Shane versus Eric Canyon. Like genuinely, there wouldn't be like I'm speaking genuinely <laughs> here, right? I'm I'm honestly speaking genuinely here. I'm all just saying this because of present company, right? But. Gredo's always been a feature in the Kelvin Brawl things, right? And, you know, I'm always saying that Gredo, the, the British wrestling scene, Gredo's just integral to that or Spartan and kicking off. I would I would love to see fucking Drew and Gredo again. I would watch oh, Drew God. and Gredo again because I think there'd be an amazing story to tell about Drew leaving the WWE, coming back up in ICW like that, getting beat by Gredo, Drew going back to WWE, winning the world title, being in the top of the fucking world and then coming back and wrestling Grado again in this kind of exhibition match. And even even Grado being just kind of like, I mean, you know, I was kind of put out by him putting out that tweet saying, oh, he managed to go with me for 20 minutes. Brilliant. And stuff like that. Like a Rocky story. Aye. No necessarily that Grado wants to beat him. Grado being like, I'm not going to beat him, but I want to fucking Aye. put up an amazing performance that people are like, you know what I mean? I would love to see that. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of story. I love that. That kind of story. I'd be there. 
I'd be there. That's, that's, that's cool. That would Gradle, dare. dare. That would make me. That would. Aye, I, I would. Uh, you'd dare that when you I'd Gradle. Hit the, I'd hit the. What'd you call that? A capillator? What'd you call that fucking thing? Claymore. What? The Claymore. Oh, no, I moved the fucking running machine with the bite with the steps. The Peloton. The. the, oh, the... Elliptical trainer. Elliptical. What's it called? Elliptical. Elliptical trainer. Elliptical trainer. That would get me out my bed to the elliptical trainer because that's what I was using before I wrestled Drew. I was right on the elliptical trainer. And did that work well for you? Did actually, mate. Aye, because what I'd done was... You did, you were slimming that much. I you know. Were, I, I, you'd I, lost I, a ton of weight. Because I was still in a fire brigade then, so I was I was four days a week, I was gone for like a full hour, well, say full hour, 20 minutes, on that elliptical trainer. Gone bush, man. I loved it. And I had I had that match in my head, like, soon I was, when I was when I was blown up, man, it kept me going. All the things kept me going for that match. It was brilliant. I'd love something like that again. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Doug, Doug, thanks so much for jumping on. Remind us all again how we can catch your podcast. Uh, so tmp.podcast on Instagram, tmp underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me, Doug Bag, with two Gs on Twitter. And it's just good bands with AEW making jokes. Uh, yeah, we've got a few segments. Good, good luck with that, Doug. And sorry if I'm a bit crab at the night. Mate, no, thank you, thank you for having me, man. And it's lovely to chat with you, honestly. A pleasure, and, uh, a pleasure having you on, mate. I 54 episodes, been enjoying it. So thank Bro, you so much so, for doing so it. Cheers, man. And get, get, that, get that tree up. I will do that. I will stay positive and get the tree up. And have a nice Christmas, mate, right? Lovely Thank to you, same to you. See you later, mate. Bye, bye now, bye-bye. Take care. Yeah, Woo! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boys, um, I've got some bad news. Uh, Manscaped are sponsoring the show this week, but... Unfortunately, they've got the addresses mixed up. And Rab, you were meant to get the lawnmower 3.0 coming your way, but they've sent it to Shellsuit Bob from River City by mistake. How would you get us mixed up, me and 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 by the way, Stephen Potton, we probably doesn't even have any pubes. So what's the point in sending him? Why would they be sending him that? I don't know. I, I well, I would hope Manscaped would send out another one to me because Matt, you know. I, I want, I want to feel that smoothness on my on my boss sack as well. But I'll let Grado, you've tried it. What is it like? Well, it's superb, and I, I want to just back my my fellow Panto uh, partner here. I've I've definitely seen his buzz. I've seen his buzz. I've seen his back. He is a hairy, hairy boy. I don't know when the last time you've seen his uh, his uh, boss sack, but it's it's hairy as fuck, mate. Uh, hairy genitals. You don't need them. I mean, everybody no. wants the, the smooth genitals. No, and it's just an absolute... It's Put it this way, Manscaped being launched in the UK. I used to listen to people speaking on podcasts in America and they'd be going on about Manscaped and I'd go, oh, I, I want to get that, man. But it's never... Because, I mean, I, I, I've went years without using the right tools for the job. I'm telling you. Well, uh, listen, Grado, I need to agree with you. Sorry to butt in, but no, no. you know, sometimes you will listen to like a true crime podcast or something like that, you know, and you're, you're thinking about, you know, this terrible thing that's happened to a person and you need cheering up, and then there's nothing that cheers you up more than the thought of having perfectly smooth boys. Yeah. Are you, are you, 
listen to JR and he'd talk away about how he shaves his buzz. And you just got a mega image of JR just like pulling his skin out and going to town on it with a manscaped. And he wouldn't use foam, would he? He'd put barbecue sauce on his buzz, wouldn't he? And he would shave <laughs> using the barbecue sauce. Absolutely. Um, and <laughs> well, if you're wanting your buzz uh, looking as trim and hygienic as JR's, then you could be one of the first men in the UK to experience the life changing products from Manscaped. Um, as I said, I have hurt my boys plenty of times. Uh, we are back. Um, I have used scissors. I have absolutely scalded uh, my boys with hair removal lotion, which, um, you know, I, and I like to, I like to, you know, get about every nook and cranny with the lotion and it leaves you a draw. But that's why Manscaped. They've redesigned the electric trimmer, the Manscaped engineering team. They've been working day and night to perfect the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And the newly released, the just newly released, new improved Lawnmower 3.0 is in the UK. So you podcasters out there, you podcast listeners, say you need to know about their third generation trimmer because I'm telling you it has... Cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And we don't need accidents when we're dealing with that sensitive area. I'm sure you've had a, a similar experiences yourself over the years, uh, Rab. Well, I don't uh, know if you have, but I'm just. There has been, you know, you don't want the your boss is the last place you get it hurt. I don't. You, you can get your boss hurt in a, a number of ways. Oh, sometimes when I'm reading a book in bed. And I get to an exciting bit and I go, I'll leave it there for the night. And I slam my book shut and I accidentally crap my boys in the book. And these kind of things you expect to happen. But you don't expect, you don't want to be hurting your boys when you're, when you're trying to trim them to get them ready for display. And I'll tell you what, this is premium, by the way. And I mean premium. The battery on this Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 lasts up to 90 minutes. So oh, you can basically step the Fitbit, man. Watch the Fitbit and sit there shaving your boys half time tea time or any time because of that 90 minutes you can have a longer shave and the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower which also helps as well you don't want to be stunning at the sink and uh grooming your grooming your boss and hair's getting oily gaff that's um because everybody knows what a pub is right you, you can't you can't deny a pub you know what i mean you can't say well that's an oakster here that's for my fringe people in your household will know that you've been footering about your boss one of the coolest features about it is the LED light. So it illuminates the grooming area to get a closer and more precise trimming. So that's going to put the light on your boss so that everything is well structured, everything's calm, everything's collected, and most of all, it's safe. And Does that mean you can date in the dark, Gredo? Does that mean you can date in the dark? You could date in the dark if you wish because of that LED light, which is very, very handy. I've never tried it then in the dark as of yet. Um, I've always just kind of... I've been doing it in the shower, Rab. It seems like... Um, it has became a kind of weekly thing for me to just uh, have a wee one sewer with the manscaped and, one more every week. And it is safe to use in the shower? It is absolutely safe, right? Eh? Because I've taken an electric bread knife into the shower <laughs> a few times to try and shave my boys and get a bit of a shock. So right. hearing that's safe is that's some. Well, Rob, the deal is they've got 7,000 RPM motor on it with a quiet stroke. Did I tell you about that? They've got quiet stroke technology. Well, I mean, we all like to have a quiet stroke. It's quiet. 
quite strokes. And let's not forget about the charging stand. There's nothing better than charging up that lawnmower 3.0. You can show you're more off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. You don't need to be trying to find one of the gimmicks that folk have in their hussies or at their what, you know, they be... You know that do they still even do them? I, I mean, so so I could like I could my, I could have my boys shave around my desk while I'm doing my work. Right, charging up, charging sitting there with your with your phone and your vape and your ball trimmer. Um, so if you're listening to me speaking right now, I want you to experience this firsthand for yourself. There's no point in us going on about it, putting it over. You need to feel that sensation that you get. Let's get that bush to tush clean. Get twenty percent off and free shipping by using the code daft at manscape.com that's daft at manscape.com make your testies your besties and as i say it's 20 percent off free shipping with the code daft at manscape.com that's 20 percent off shipping at manscape.com and use the code daft your boss are gonna thank you you just made the list now, every week we run down a chart of something wrestling related on our list of wrestling daft. Now, you can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And it's so crucial that you do that. Get on there. There's so much good stuff on there. What are you doing with yourself? But let me tell you this week, uh, the vote, it was a landslide for what is the, 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 the maddest rumors that you've believed about wrestling. That was up against like fantasy survivor series things. But of course, this right. big landslide for this amazing uh, subject. Now, I'm not going to do a top three this week. The reason why I'm not doing a top three is I've never, I've tricked cheese a wee bit here with us because I have never believed a shitey wrestling rumour. And you should know that if you're listening to the show that I'm not a kind of daft guy that believes these wrestling rumours, but I've sucked you in. Have you ever believed a daft wrestling rumour, Grado? Have I ever believed a daft wrestling rumour? See, be honest with you, I'm a bit like that as well, Rab. I see where you're coming for you. If it sounds too good to be true, there's a good feeling. It's not true. That's the way I've always cared. I mean, there is a couple of the... I mean, come on, let's not be honest with you. A lot of the times we're kind of fascinated by, by the kind of sexy ones, aren't we? Not the sexy ones, but it's all today with... Macho man and sexy. Show and all that, man. And it's, that's everybody's on it. And I'm, I'm taking it. There's going to be a lot of that the night, John. Is there? There's a few. No? I mean, what I meant by that was that, you know, remember you would go on teletext and it would, or, the, or the boat move your wrestling duck sheet would say fucking Sting's backstage at Raw and all this shit. Aye. You know what I mean? And Undertaker that? was always backstage at stuff. I always remember. Mm-hmm. Undertaker Aye. has been seen at the airport. And, and also, uh, there's been an unbelievable amount of uh, CM Punk was seen at... Uh, yeah, CM Spunk, I'm talking about here, was seen at... You know what I mean? Aye. Constantly. Let's see where the punters have been. Believing, because you know they've been believing some fucking daft stuff. Here we go. Bronze Cello got in touch, as he always does. Uh, the rumour that Tony Atlas loves women walking on his face and trainers. That's true. No, he thought that was odd, but pictures have surfaced online. he done it at WrestleCon in Orlando, and he even does it in front of fans. It's a thing he does. It's weird, isn't it? Tony I- Atlas has a, a severe ultimate love feet. He's got a mega foot fetish. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Billy... Um, you never heard that? What? No, 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 really. Okay. Billy, or Billy for the running. Or, do you know, or do you know what, what it's now? What it's continued to go viral. It's had 80,000 views. This is Billy, who was on a few weeks ago with the Family Guy chat about only finding out through 9-11 through Family Guy. He is now on fucking Twitch, and it's had over 80,000 views oh, on TikTok. Twitch. TikTok. 
TikTok. TikTok, that was it. Aye. TikTok, that's the thing. Even grander. So on that Twitch now. I see he's stuck on a Twitch. Sound like an old man there. Aye, TikTok, 80,000 views. I don't follow. I think I follow the three folk on TikTok and one of them's Billy. <laughs> Billy Feather on in said uh, he remembers believing a rumor when he was a wee guy that John Cena and Batista <laughs> were going to TNA. <laughs> if that wasn't Billy, I wouldn't laugh at that. But because it was Billy, I'm just imagining sitting there and going, oh, I remember John Cena and Batista were met and they went to TNA. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Stephen says another one was that Shane McMahon and Brock Lesnar legit go into a shoot fight backstage after Brock Lesnar threw the universal belt at Vince at the end of WrestleMania 34 and apparently Shane won. See what you done to Marfina? Probably one fucking doing that again, see what you get. You would be raging, He's wouldn't you, if somebody flung, right. flung a belt at your dad And then holding them back, Shane, Shane, don't I? I'll be fucking trying to score Marfina on the heat with the belt. I'll be right. fucking right. Don't date Shane, don't batter Brock Lesnar. Dan... She's a weird rumour that he heard and only, it was only recently confirmed was the Undertaker's hatred of cucumbers. Strange. Aye, is that, that a true rumour? That was on the Paul Bearer documentary, wasn't it? I thought it was cats that didn't like cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm serious. Andy says that Randy Savage and Stephanie McMahon rumour, which we all know is... We've, anybody that's a wrestling fan has heard that rumour and let's be honest, it's probably a lot of shite. John, you'll probably see... Do you know hate these... It seems to be happening in every walk of life now, right? And and if there's anybody out there, any wrestling fans that watch this show, agree with me. I'm hating these fucking YouTube videos that turn up. The top ten reasons, my <laughs> and it's like an English guy, and it, it's not the same English guy, and it's not just English people, but it's that reason number ten, and in the morning, number nine. We, are, you know, what I'm talking about they kind of videos. You what get them fucking. Well, not just not just them, but it's, it's even in the world. Like, remember the guy on? Um, remember the guy that used to drink bleach and drink vodka and eat like hundreds of peanuts and all that. The guy, what was his name? Blue. What was his name again? Blue. Shoe me. nice. Do you remember Shoe Nice? Hey, Shoe Nice. Hey, yeah. I haven't watched him in years. Right, there's a guy that used to pure eat hundreds of mad shit on YouTube like, years ago before folk had any talent on YouTube, and I, I decided to came a wee uh, YouTube, and it was all. Uh, uh, here's a real reason why Shoe Nice is a complete and utter wanker. You know, number nine, he apparently paid for um, gifts for his YouTube channel, but didn't pay the man. And it's just something, it's just, I don't know, it's just... I hate that as well. Do you know what I'm talking but about? you know what? That makes money, that kind of stuff. That's what people want to watch. Yeah. Number 10. And number 10 reason why is so annoying, man. It is, mate. There's loads of it, because I mean, that... Mate, I, I get fiddled in with man. Like honestly, I watched a guy talk for about twenty minutes about the missing um, MH three seven zero flight, and I'm going halfway through. I'm going, why am I listening to this cunt? Ten reasons why Grado enjoyed being a heel. Ten going back through the curtain to catch his breath. Nine having a bit of banter with the fans. Eight talking about Dixie Carter in front of the fans. <laughs> Seven, oh, wearing a suit, putting a suit on and a pair of glasses. Mate, that's exactly, Rob, you're doing a better impression, impression of me. That's exactly what it's like. I bet there's punters out there that are like, um, oh, I agree with that. But by the way, I don't, I'm no, the watch of culture stuff's brilliant, man. Like, as in, they've, they're, they've trailblazed all that YouTube video stuff, man. They've, they've totally nailed it. They're so they've trailblazed all that stuff that you hate? I'm just feeding Casey Slagman a YouTube video. Fucking <laughs> let him slag you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what culture man exactly 
exactly what culture, what fucking culture is there there and, and what they create. This is art we create on this show. Um, Big Mad Andy. I do like him, but... Go in touch. He says, mind when I was in primary, it went about that John Cena was doing the Bray Heed Christmas light switch on. That's a fucking belter. <laughs> That's a fucking belter. <laughs> Louise says, Louise, I wonder if this is Westy, says, I saw a rumour online that apparently the McMahons, we're doing impersonation of Westy, right? I saw a rumour online that apparently the McMahons we see on TV aren't the real McMahons, but actors were hired to play them and that we've never seen the actual McMahon family. <laughs> That's um, a bad thing you'd believe, by the way. That's a kind of, that's a kind of thing, man. That's like getting into deep stuff there, though, isn't it? It's like deep conspiracy theory stuff. It's like Paul McCartney being fake Paul McCartney, natural Paul McCartney died, that kind of stuff. Christopher says, Ken Shamrock returned to WWE every single pay-per-view at one point during the late 90s, early 2000s. Yep, Shamrock popped up a lot. Ken Shamrock was seen backstage um, in Atlanta. Willie Jakes 2.0 says Tommy Dreamer suggested an angle in ECW where he would get shot by a sniper and Terry Funk had to talk him out of <laughs> um, I love that rumour. Well, hold on a minute. He's done it in TNA. He what, did it did last w- week. Dreamer's mega involved in a who, who shot um, who shot Johnny Bravo. So that, that could be you could be truth in that because that's the big, the big angle in TNA, isn't it? Right, so he's just reusing old ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan says... The rumor that Vince and Shawn Michaels were pumping. That's one you heard like well back in the day, wasn't it, man? That was a pure. That's an old. Do you remember there was a forum? Ian Andrew Drace Cleo back me up here, but there was a there was a, a post on a website, a, a, an old uh, wrestling forum, and it had wrestling's mentalist rumors. And see if you go on it, there's about eighty-five pages, and there's not one boring rumor. It's just crazy. It's Folks just imagination. all mad stuff. Uh, all mad stuff. Uh, Andy says he heard our pals in school that Texas Tornado uh, Kerry Von Eric he killed himself by accidentally doing a spin punch finisher to near a cliff and he fell off. I heard that. I heard that when I was at school as well that he committed suicide by doing a Texas Tornado off a cliff. Wow. See, I remember when I was a wee guy, the, the rumours I remember hearing when I was a wee guy was that Texas Tornado had a wooden leg, was one of them, and it was true, right? It turned out that it was actually true that he had like a false foot or something, right? Really? Aye, this is fucking true. Yes. Now that was one I thought was fake, but is actually true. Google Texas Tornado foot, and you will see, um, you will see that uh, uh, Kerry Von Eric. You go to Kerry Von Eric's Wikipedia page, and you go down. Have a. I'll I'll read it out to you. Uh, Um. After the amputation of his foot, uh, doctors were unable to save his right foot, amputating it, um, and he continued wrestling with the prosthesis and kept the amputation secret to the majority of fans and wrestlers. What the hell? But the rumour was definitely about before, um, you know, before he died. Uh, And the other rumour was also the rumours about, like, how that's not the real Ultimate Warrior when Ultimate Warrior came back. I remember that mm. one. I could, you oh. could believe that back in the 90s, but because that was a thing, wasn't it? Like in 90s shows and all that, wasn't it? And he looked different because he, he wasn't on as many steroids, right? So he'd shrunk. Well, it was a bit like, you remember like, um, what did you call him? Uh, Adam, no, Adam fucking... Adam Shame, when he came <laughs> off of steroids. <laughs> when Shamer came off of steroids, he looked at when he became Coach Trip. Adam, is it Adam Rickman? Remember in Coronation Street, he got replaced? He was like, he was uh, one of the, what was his name? David Platt Jr. or something like that. That's right. 
That's right. Aye, uh, and you had um, who else was there? Lucy and Neighbours. Lucy and Neighbours. Went through about three Lucy and Neighbours, I think. And Papa, did it have? It was always the same Papa and Home Alone. Always, 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 always the same Papa. Always the same Papa. Always number ten. Re- ten reasons why uh, <laughs> Pippa was replaced in a Parallels facts says the Rey Mysterio that made his debut in WWE was different to the one in WCW. That was a rumour, apparently. Wasn't he true, of course? And Chris says, I remember a lad at school who was utterly convinced that Lex Luger was Barry Norman's son. Barry Norman for the BBC film review show. You may still believe that. My favourite was Sid and his pet squirrel. Story was, he took it everywhere with him. Who, who, is he talking about Sid Vicious here, like Psycho yeah, 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 Sid? Psycho yeah. Sid, aye. Sid Justice? Yep. Story was that he took it everywhere with him and would put it down his pants to amuse the boys until one night he bit his dick and he missed a big show because he had to get hospital treatment for his squirrel biting, <laughs> squirrel biting his dick. <laughs> and Darren says, the best wrestling rumour I've heard, mate, was hearing that Grado versus Abyss was a barn burner. <laughs> That's magic, isn't it? Thanks to TNA for fucking tweeting that last week on this day in 2017. Mr. <laughs> replies, remember, good, I forgot how shite he was. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that's your worst match? Well, there probably was worst matches than that. They're absolutely, but non fucking the biggest pay per view of the year, for fuck's sake. Oh, God. <laughs> It's that point in the show when we open the gullwing door of the wrestling daft Lorien and try and avoid living terrorists and head back in time to watch wrestling for days gone by. And last week, Grado told you to watch the WWE pay-per-view Retribution, which was filmed at the SECC in 2002. Now, I've watched some of it. I've not watched it all yet. I've watched some of it. I have to say, Grado, this is like one of the weirdest shows I've ever seen. That must blow your mind. Because who prom- you never who promoted it? Who promoted it? Andrew McManus. He's a guy from Australia. Um, he promoted it. He basically, in JB, he stayed in Australia for a full year, working full-time in an office. I think they were just going about promoting shows all around the world, but they were based in Australia. So before J- JB went for WCW, went for a full-time job at WCW, to a full-time job at WWE, then went to work for um, the Jarrett's following year. They must, have must, they must have lost a bit of money in this show, surely. I think, Ian Andrew, here we go again with, with the bold Andrew, but he linked me to something last week. I think he was, I don't know, I think he was bankrupt at one point or whatever in his back and all this. But if you type in Andrew McManus into Google, you'll get a wee bit of information on the big fella. Nice. Uh, a very, very weird, a very, very weird show. And that's reflected, I think, by what the punters have got to say about it. Uh, Axe Bomber Man says, match of the night was Kazarian versus Sharp Boy, the fucking opening match. Nobody could say Glasgow right the whole show. I saw my boy Jeff Jarrett and thought he was going to save a show, but then he said he was taking on Nathan Jones. There were some weird matches, weren't there, as well? Yuck, might have been a great show in person, but awful on TV. Can I just see, remember the Glasgow thing, right? You know, that was like, Glasgow, Glasgow, Glasgow. It's funny, because I remember the very first TNA show that they'd done at Brayhead. It was as if they had so many folk in their ear saying... Can you just be the only American company to come to Glasgow and say it right? Because I've always remember GB going, 
Pianis here in Glasgow. And everybody went, Way! Yeah, that's right, Glasgow. We're going to see the town right here tonight. We're, somebody must have been in a day to see it right. So Pianis um, with, the, with the trailblazers with that one. They did it. Uh, Stephen says, that moment when Lex Luger attempts to get the worst piece of cheap heat by saying Glasgow was in England. <laughs> Mate, I'm just getting memory hangs as well. Please say you've seen the table spot with Sabu, no. Simon Diamond, right? So no, I don't see in, in America, if, they, if, they, if you want to use a gimmick table, mate, it's just a table in America. You know the tables that you get at community centres over here are that fucking heavy duty metal. You know the metal, the silver oh, metal. Serious, it, mate. Sabu must have panned his backside in, trying to get Simon Diamond through one of the tables. It was either Simon Diamond, whoever was in the pub, it was a freeway. And I'm going, mate, there, no, that's pure, that's pure hardy Mary Hill community centre tables, mate. You're not going through that. Aye. You're not going through that. Their, their, their table's for a, a plate of a caramel shortcake to be sitting on. No for <laughs> fucking. Uh, Neil says, I was at WWE Retribution. I didn't watch it again. I've seen it once. was probably enough. But Grado was spot on with just how random it was. Mm-hmm. He says, I, I do remember a pop for the crowd when Jarrett came out unannounced with an NWA title and Sting's promo being pretty special, but because of the nature of the card and just how much was thrown at us, so merged into one big wrestling-themed blob, it, it like something so out of random. film society. And he says, but we Sabu and Simon Diamond rather than the guy for Baywatch. <laughs> it was a good night out, though. Spoiled only by the price of the beers at SECC. Good. I always like that. The, uh, any any review a Scottish guy does of any kind of show, wrestling show, fucking films, always like, and the fucking booze was dear, man. Do you know what was weird about that show as well? Perry Saturn had been released to WWE like maybe like two weeks before it. And he turned up, he'd, he, he'd done a run in one of the matches, and it generally was a fucking, holy shit, man. Perry, do you know what I mean? I think Aye, it, he's it was his first, like, outsider, it was like his first outside appearance for the WWE. It was, it was mental. And in actual fact, um, when we were all getting let out, you know, that way when you're coming out of the SCT, you're walking slow. And fucking uh, Perry Saturn just staggers right by me, man. With his big, massive, sweaty body, and I got to slap his shoulder. <laughs> and it, was it wet? Aye, man, he was, he was, he was ringing, so he was. And also, can I also just say as well that I remember my ma meant to turn right, but my Uncle Bernard came there who doesn't drive and he's one of his folk that thinks he knows everything, you know that way? Aye. And and he he talks like that. He's going, Maureen, turn right. No, Maureen, turn left. And I went, no, left is the green way. Listen, I know, turn right. And she fucking turned left, man, and we had to go through fucking... Clyde Bank, green up large, it was about two hours to get him, man, me and my mate Hammy, because my Uncle Bernard thought it was a left turn, but it was a fucking right turn, you're right on to the M8. It's a nightmare driving out of that area, I think. Oh, that's their own. Like I also amazing. remember, um, remember yep. Kenny McBride? Mm-hmm. Remember Kenny McBride? I also remember seeing him, and uh, <laughs> he was at a phone box, and you know that way, I was like, how you doing? And he, he was like, had the phone in his ear, and I always remember walking up to him, and he kind of like, put his hands out and say, I'm on the phone, and uh, he hung up, and he went, non smiley. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Norman Smiley. Yeah, it's a blast for the past. Chris says, go to hand it to Lex Luger on this match. How he managed to hold in his gut for that whole match was incredible. Commentators asked what he'd been doing for the past 18 months. Walkman Greggs and fleecing his staff discount is my guess. <laughs> Poor old Lex Luger's always getting it heavy. I'm up next. This is an easy one for me, picking what we're going to watch for a retro review. Going to watch what I think is maybe the greatest pay-per-view of all time um, last year I watched enough shite we watched the greatest pay-per-view of all time it is Survivor Series season so let's go back and watch Survivor Series 98 let's watch Deadly Game 
uh, start to finish, and let's have a big old conversation about it next week because I think that that is the best booked wrestling show um, that there's maybe ever been. Really, man? Was that Survivors. dude loving Stone Cold? No, is that, that? No, that's not that. I don't know. It's a, it's the tournament. Deadly uh, game is a tournament. Uh, no spoilers in case anybody doesn't know what happens in it. I'm sure everybody does know what happens in it. Uh, but my God, what a fantastic story that tells. Uh, and uh, just just a beautiful story running through the night. I absolutely love this pay-per-view. Right up my street. So you go watch your homework for next week. Go and watch Survivor Series 98. Watch Deadly Game. Because it's a deadly game. Uh, check back with your thoughts and opinions next week. So let's pick a listener of the week. Who's it going to be? Who is it going to be? Who said Bingo Bondage? Because that's Bingo a... Bondage, Bingo really. Bondage is good. Um, you know, it was however, Jamie. However, I think Jordy did do well with his Pokey Bum Bum Bigelow in the squat business. And bad no gain him again, but we can't game every week. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think, want. I don't want him to like. If he's listening, I don't want him to go. Ah, man, fuck. Grado, I'm going to let you decide this because for me, I think ultimately it's it's going to come down to Jamie, who has bingo bondage, deep penetration X, and nation of ejaculation, right? Mm-hmm. And that that's that would be my choice, but I'm happy for you to pick somebody else if you prefer a hacksaw chip Jim Chuggin or a geezer gobbledygooker, which is a good one. See, but honestly, am I being too kinda I, I I must admit I liked everybody's puns this week to the point where I was pissing myself at everyone and there's never been as there was nay, you know what I mean? There's nay complete obvious ones that you would... I mean, this was a high level of competition here. High level of competition. I mean, big, like, um, big popper pumping squirt was all right, but then he fucking blew, blew my mind with Jody Fleischlight. Do you know what I mean? That's a good one, isn't it? That's a good so, one and all. What do you think, man? John, you pick. John Aria Ripley's good as well, isn't it? John Aria Ripley's good. fucking superb. John, what tickled you the mess this week? I liked Hacksaw Jim Doggin, but I don't know why. Uh, uh, a lot of folk liked that on Twitter as well. That was good. I, I think give it to Jamie because, you know, he's obviously listened to the show. He knows the chat. He knows the bingo balance Exactly. Chat. Dana bingo balance one is brilliant. Bingo bondage. Uh, we like that. I'll, we like that. That's the kind of thing we like. So, Jamie, you're the you're the champ. You're the listener of the week. Give him the belt. Get your 40 in so we can get that belt around your waist. Get the strap on you. That's it for this week's show. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in whenever you get your podcasts. Uh, we go twice a week now so remember so you catch us on a Friday and the Marks podcast on a Tuesday that, the Marks podcast I would say is is you're going to get a lot more wrestling information in that one there's going to be a, much less a mean grade arsing about just ruining the show uh, you're going to get your wrestling that's, that's, for your, that's for your wrestling fans podcast also remember to get on our Patreon patreon.com forward slash wrestling to check out the video version of this uh, and you know and there's so much extra stuff on there as well and you can get you can have the wee pay-per-view parties and all that kind of stuff get yourself on there fling your boys a bit of money and why not buy yourself a t-shirt on shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft I hope you keep yourself safe for the pandemic you're out there keep the faith keep hanging in there the vaccine is just around the corner Grado it's been a pleasure I have uh, liked this week um, as I say sorry I know I'm... have we cheered you up mate have we cheered you up are you feeling uh, better Aye, I feel a wee bit better, man. You need a kip, oh, mate. You're, I mean, mate again, this boy, listen. This boy works his cell to the bone, man. This boy works his cell to the bone. Right, up the road, Grado, it's your cell. John, a pleasure. See you next week, folks. See you later. Audio Frontier. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.